Welcome to Royal C-Suite Truth, the ignition point for global impact and your compass for innovation. In this hive of game changers, we empower transformation, connecting one story at a time. So buckle up for a deep dive into the realities of the C-Suite as we continue our journey together. So let's get started. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Nona Lee. How are you doing, Nona? And where are you calling in from right now? Fantastic. And uh, thank you for asking. I hope you are too. And I'm calling in from Phoenix, Arizona and the United States. Wonderful. Thank you. It's a pleasure having you on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Wonderful. Nona Lee is the founder and CEO of Truth DEI Consulting a diversity, equity, and inclusion firm with a mission of helping clients find their DEI truth. I think your mission that diversity, equity, and inclusion should be the heartbeat that drives every organization's growth is remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Nona. Well, thank you. And again, I, I appreciate the invitation and look forward to the conversation. All right, so let's dive right in. So what inspired you to pursue a career in leadership and how did you make it into the C-suite, so to speak? <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, I think what inspired me really is that uh, I always um, have wanted to have a, a voice in, in the conversation and an opportunity to help move um, organizations, including my own, towards meaningful change. Uh, and how I made it into the C-suite initially was just, you know, a lot of hard work and plugging away and um, taking out, taking on responsibilities wherever I could to help move the organization along and uh, taking advantages of opportunities to lead from wherever I was. Mm -hmm. I understand. So is there, is there an example that you can just uh, share with us, you feel comfortable with? Sure. Um, for example, uh, when I, you know, before my, my current um, endeavor, I was the executive vice president and chief legal officer for the Arizona Diamondbacks Major League Baseball team, which I just left after 22 years to launch Truth DEI Consulting. One of the things I did when I first had the opportunity to begin working in professional sports was, you know, I understood that if I hadn't played sports throughout my life, I wouldn't be where I was because of all of the intangible skills that you develop through that experience. And so I took the opportunity to um, found a nonprofit organization here in Phoenix so yeah. that I could help other girls and women find their power through sports so that they could have an opportunity to achieve the same level of success and have access to the same opportunities that same types of opportunities that I did. So that's an example of something I did very early on to lead from where I was when I was still rather um, junior in mm -hmm. in the company I was working for and uh, in the industry. That's a very inspiring story, backstory you have. So please share whenever you feel comfortable with uh, from your backstory. It's really amazing. So what are the biggest challenges you face as a C-suite executive and how do you overcome them? Well, you know, I think... You know, for anyone in the, the C-suite, it, it's really, uh, you know, charting the course, you know, of, of the organization while at the same time keeping your finger on the pulse of, uh, you know, needs. And I think one of the greatest challenges of, of leadership, frankly, is um, being inclusive and understanding mm -hmm. that leadership just isn't about titles. And it really has uh, 
very little to to do with the leader itself. It's really more about um, how they can help develop other people and give them the opportunity to grow and thrive and, you know, help the organization succeed in that way. Um, certainly, uh, in addition to that, there's the need and the opportunity to bring your own personal experience and knowledge to the uh, to the table and to the experience. But it's also knowing that it's not all about you. It's about understanding the um, the 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 skills and the talents that everyone else brings to the table and help putting all that together in a way that um, helps the organization succeed and thrive. Mm-hmm. Mm, I understand. I, I'm just curious, um, who helped you along the way? Well, you know, I had um, a lot of people certainly who inspired me. Um, mm. You know, the, the one of the first in business being Billie Jean King. When I got into sports, I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to serve on the board of her nonprofit, the Women's Sports Foundation, and to, to get to know her. And she inspired me to uh, use my voice and to understand that we can lead from where we are and that we all have an opportunity to uh, you know, stand up for change and to move things forward in a positive way and to advocate for people. And so, um, you know, she was and continues to be very inspirational to me today. In addition, you know, I did have some sponsors along the way internally, um, at where I was working, whether it was a law firm or, um, with the Diamondbacks, you know, people who, who spoke up for me when I wasn't in the room and people who spoke to me. Um, candidly about how I could be better, how I could you know, be a better leader for the organization. And I will always be grateful for those experiences. We all have the opportunity to do that for people, and it's it's critical. It's invaluable. No, it's a, it sounds very, very gratifying also <laughs> in that regard. And um, so the last time I checked, we're all humans. So uh, what are the most common mistakes you see leaders make, and how can they avoid them? Well, I, I think the most common mistake I see leaders make is that um, they fail to be inclusive. You know, we are human. And sometimes, you know, we we think that because we're the leader, we know best. And mm. that's not always the case. And so um, I think the most common mistake is assuming that our way is the best way and assuming that um, change isn't always a good thing not being willing to be open to innovation and new ideas and trusting the people that we trusted enough to put in positions or hire, not really, not really trusting them to perhaps lead us from where they are with new and innovative ideas. Um, the other mistake I've seen along the same lines is um, not really being willing to be vulnerable enough to say, I made a mistake or, you know, I could have done this better. Um, and uh, I think that's that's really important, more so now than ever before. Um, you know, a, a transparency, uh, vulnerability are important in order to succeed mm-hmm. as a leader. And, and so many people have difficulty tapping into that and leading from that perspective because I think they feel it makes them, them weak or there's some other fear around it. But um Yeah, I, you know, it's one of the things I talk with my clients about or try to inspire in them is the willingness to be vulnerable and, and transparent and uh, work towards being a more inclusive leader. 
Well, showing up as you are or who you are kind of like, uh, you know, sparks the uh, authority, but also the authenticity of uh, who you are, essentially. Yes. Is that fair to Absolutely. say? You agree? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, if, what is, go ahead. if you do that, other people feel they can. And that just, <laughs> just makes it better for everyone. Sorry for yeah, that. Sometimes you have to start as the leader, right? So that's how you lead, right? Exactly. <laughs> No, that's for sure. I understand. So what is one valuable piece of advice you would give to other leaders looking to advance their careers? You know, there's there's the standard advice in terms of working hard and then taking on additional responsibilities that aren't yours. But for me, I think the, the most important thing and something I wish I knew earlier on in my career was being a more inclusive leader. You know, the, the things that we just talked about, that it's okay to... Um, show up as your authentic self and be vulnerable mm -hmm. and, um, you know, empower the mm -hmm. people you're leading. And then, so I guess the advice would be is really study how to be a more inclusive leader because the organizations that have that type of leadership, I think, tend to be the most successful. Can you can you dive a little bit deeper? I want to give you the opportunity to dive a little bit deeper. How is this connection? How is this connected to you know being inclusive and uh, you know on the other side uh, the business growth? So what is what is the connection there, and uh, what affects what? I think the research shows that um, companies that are the most inclusive tend mm -hmm. to uh, be the most innovative, the most productive and therefore tend to have a greater bottom line impact. Mm. Um, you know, people are happier there. They stay longer because they feel mm. like they are part of the team, part of the organization, that they're valued and respected. And so there's a direct correlation to bottom line impact. Um, and, and that's true with diversity, with equity, with inclusion, all of those things, because people feel mm. like um, they are authentically valued in that they can they are free to contribute to the organization to the team without uh, being afraid of making mistakes because it's from those mistakes um, mm. that we we learn and we grow and where sometimes we 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 come across some some gems as a result mm. that really lead to success so it's it's really having um, a sense of psychological safety where you can mm -hmm. show up as your full authentic self and not be afraid um, to be innovative and take risks. And it shows in the numbers. So <laughs> that's always the convincing argument at the end of the day. Right? Yes. Yes. So what would you say, when was the last time uh, you had a breakthrough moment as a leader and what did you learn from that experience? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I, I'd have to say that um, it was in the last year, really, uh, in the context of building uh, Truth DEI consulting and being relatively new and, you know, charting the course and in some ways, you know, building the plane as you fly it, so to speak, and really, um, you know, trying to be that sort of inclusive leader, you know, understanding, bringing the right people on and empowering them to do what they do. And it's been um tremendously beneficial. I mean, Truth is doing some fantastic work and growing in important ways because, mm -hmm. you know, I am really focused on and practicing on being that sort of inclusive leader that empowers people to do what they do and understanding that um, 
you know, being humble enough to know that people are better at some things than I am, and that's okay. So it's really, uh, you know, my gift is is somewhere else. My gift is in in building this and in my vulnerability and authenticity and my passion for change. But um, really understanding the value of um, putting together uh, the right team that mm-hmm. starts with that same passion um, about about the work and also mm-hmm. understanding in the context of that, that people um, receive information different ways. So really being willing to um, go out on a limb and mm-hmm. expand the business rather quickly in order to provide uh, provide access to this information in different ways. Hmm. So well, do, do you, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so that was a big deal for me. I mean, um, I to take that sort of risk just over a year old and start mm. to, to build rather quickly, but also very organically and, mm. and trusting the opportunities as they came. So do you feel that you can see kind of like the feedback uh, of that uh, challenging moment for yourself? I do. And, and, you know, what it really was for me was trusting the fear. Right. You know, mm-hmm. not letting the fear stop me from doing it. Of, oh, this is too fast or I need to just stay in this lane and being willing to um, just trust the process and understand mm-hmm. that opportunities come for a reason. And the return on that has been that all of our uh, pillars are mm-hmm. uh, well received and people are very excited about them. And we're just launching um, a new one. Our website went live yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. And understanding that the impact of different um, opportunities for people and that, uh, you know, we can make change by providing understanding that people aren't going to be inspired by the same things necessarily or connect with the same things. So, uh, but it's, it takes a risk because, mm-hmm. you know, there's that means um, building quickly and expanding quickly. Well, thank you already for for sharing and being uh, vulnerable of <laughs> sharing all of these valuable insights. So I think my audience will love it because uh, you know it's it's really getting deeper into what's going on behind the C suite, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> what's uh, just the name. So there's more to that. So and that brings me also to to question of um, that you've chosen. What essential uh, qualities must a leader possess? to uh, be successful and how do you cultivate that quality in yourself and your team? You know, we've covered some of it already, so I mm-hmm. apologize for being redundant, but I feel strongly. No, no, we're making that, a point here. So we're good. You know, <laughs> I'm making a point, I'm doubling down. Um, authenticity, transparency, mm-hmm. vulnerability, um, you know, uh, a willingness to take risk. On, on on yourself and on your on your staff on your team um, hmm. I think all of those things are are, are critical uh, because if we can't do that we, we're sort of stuck um, in a place that uh, isn't really um, isn't really suggestive of or open to change and if we can't change we can't succeed we can't grow we can't hmm. thrive or we just say stagnant and so um, I think with those tools, there's an, an ability to really thrive and succeed as a business. And how you uh, 
cultivate that quality in yourself. I, I think you have to be really mindful. Mm. You know, it takes a, a sense of mindfulness and keeping it top of mind and, um, you know, tapping into that sense of humility and humanity uh, mm. as well. And how you cultivate that in your team is through example. If they mm. see you leading that way and they understand that that's the, the culture um the culture in the organization and the tone that you're setting, they'll feel, they'll feel free to feel the same way. I mean, if you can show up as vulnerable and be willing to own mistakes and say, it's okay, let's learn from it and move on, then they know they can, you know, and you empower them to, to be in that same space. You know, everybody gets to that place of psychological safety, psychological uh, meaningfulness, and also providing psychological availability so that people have an opportunity to have um, some work-life balance and quality of life. I mean, all of those mm. things I think are really critical um, to the success of, of any organization and to the success mm. of, of the leaders who are leading the organization. What a great summary <laughs> so, of all what you just shared. Uh, so uh, thank you, Nona, for so far. This brings me to my final question for today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Oh, great question. Um, you know, first I'll say that you define family many different ways. Um, and so I have my biological family, of course, and, and then my chosen family. And I will say mm -hmm. um, the, just recently I experienced goosebumps um, with my chosen family when, mm -hmm. you know, I was going through sort of a little bit of a tough time. And just this sense of unconditional love mm. and a moment of assurance that um, without wanting anything in return, just authentically saying, I'm going to be there for you and mm. I want the best for you and I've got you. And mm. so that gave me goosebumps because, you know, that's that's not always available. People aren't always willing to step in at that that level, especially if they're not related to you and, and, and to reassure you in that way. And so part of the reason it gives me goosebumps is because I think we have the opportunity to do that in our businesses too, mm -hmm. right? And to provide that sort of uh, reassurance and that sort of support for people that is life-changing and so meaningful. Um, so, yeah, and, and it's something I'm, I'm very, very grateful for. And it reminds me of, of what I just said, that we can do that for each other um, in business. We can do that in our personal lives. And it makes a tremendous difference. Very beautiful and very, very touching and moving. So uh, thank you for this beautiful goosebumps moment. Thank you, Nona, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. As we anchor another transformative episode, remember, if today's tales resonated, then that's your ripple moment calling. Let's amplify this impact. I invite you with all earnestness to rate and champion Royal C-Suite Truth to a fellow pioneer, a visionary, who craves this caliber of insights and transformation for a deeper plunge into the harmonious realms of business growth with home life motivation, set your course to royal.org 
and become part of our Ripple of Impact Alliance, where mere ripples evolve into formidable waves. Until our paths intertwine again, remain that beacon, cherish the impact, and above all, revel in every step of your journey.